In this episode of the Nate Love Gen podcast, we talk about our fathers in a great way. So, Dad, don't be worried. Also, we talk about helicopter parenting. It's us, not, again, Dad, not you. And uh, we also talk about hoarding. So, enjoy. We talk about a lot of stuff, so... Buckle up. Welcome back to the party. Nate loves Jen, baby. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host. What up? With the most. Nate Williams, and I'm joined as always by the. I don't know. By the confused, by the easily bruised. What? I'm not calling you. I don't know why it was. Saying. Okay. I'm by the uh, likes her kids in twos. I'm talking about my beautiful wife Jennifer Ann Williams. Everybody, clap, clap, clapity, clap, clap, clapity, clap. Something that I want to put out on Instagram is I want to ask. Um, I want to ask the people who listen, the potties, the nifty fifty what we could do with our podcast show to make it better. Um, really, we just kind of talk about our lives and just kind of, you know, give insight based off of things that we learned. But I wonder if they want other things, too. You know, like, is it all right, by the way? Mm-hmm. Okay. If they want us to, like, do interviews or for it to be more informative or whatever. Some comments that I have gotten that I appreciate. Whoa, buddy. What does that mean? Okay. Some comments that I have gotten um, from Claire and from uh, Lauren is like, oh, it just feels like we're sitting in the car with you having a conversation, and that's nice. So uh, conversation with also a baby in the background screaming. Let's not pretend that I know where we're going, so feel free to chime in. He's going to do this the whole time because it's not nap time. Oh, boy. Okay. Just a heads up. Okay. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, go on, break, break it out. Snow me, day, booby doo. Um, so the the reason why I want, okay, the reason why I wanted to tell you guys, um, that is because I've been listening to some podcasts myself, and I want to be able to do what we do better. Just a second, Max. And make it a better listening experience for for you. Um, I got gotcha. you. Okay, okay. Um. One of the things that uh, Jen's been listening to recently is called the Intentional Parenting Podcast. Um, and I probably listened to maybe 10 minutes of it, and it was really good. And Chase recommended this uh, podcast for me called the Intentional Fathers, and it was really good. And I actually re-listened to the first part of the episode that I watched. That man was way too tan. Huh? I did uh, Okay. Uh, that, was th- that was Peter. Um, no judgment to that man. It just, if you're out in the sun like that, it could be harmful, uh, later on in life. Um, but I was telling you the last episode about the five different fathers. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it, but all of the different fathers starts with an I. And so I want you to guess what type of father your dad is. Um, and then, uh, we'll move on. All right. So the first one is the, uh, irresponsible father. That's the person who just kind of, um, the, the dude in the podcast said, that's just a sperm donor. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he gets in, gets out. It's not involved at, at all. Sure. The second one, or the one after that, so that's, that's one tied. The next one 
is the uh, irresponsible father. And that's one that... What was the first one? Um, the... Uh, what did I say? I thought you said irresponsible Oh, excuse me. That, yeah, that's the first one. The second one, excuse me, is the ignorant father. And that's somebody who just doesn't know. It's a left, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who just doesn't know. They're doing, like, the, the best they know how to do, but they're not really trying uh, to do anything better. They're just like, I mean, look, I don't know. You know? Um, that's that one. Mm-hmm. The... Third is the inconsistent father, and that is someone who, I mean, again, it just isn't consistent. So they're there sometimes, so they'll show up to like a basketball game or something like that, but they, you know, won't be there for dinner. Or, mm. you know, like they'll mm-hmm. they'll take you out to the movies, but they won't be there to help you with your homework, like that type of thing. Like there's kind of in and out, kind of wishy-washy. Okay. The next one, the fourth one, is the uh, one called the involved father. And that's one that, for most parts, like that's, like that's what a good dad looks like. So they're at all the football games and whatnot. They're teaching you what they know mm-hmm. that they think, you know, you need to know based off of their own lives. Um, and they're pretty much a, a good dad. The, in the podcast, they're saying that's like a dad who's like an 8 out of 10 which they said like in society nowadays is like a 10 out of 10. And then mm-hmm. the step beyond an involved father is an intentional father. And that's somebody who parents each kid differently as best they can. Mm-hmm. But they're not just giving you like a, you know, generic upbringing. They're giving you a, this is an upbringing catered specifically to you, the kid that I have. Mm-hmm. And the whole podcast is talked about talking about Talking to dads about how to be that type of father is somebody who, you know, gives your kid a customized experience because, like, hey, you're a unique person. And so um, I'd like you to say, uh, we'll count to three, and you'll say out of those five, which one your dad is. Um, And I think my dad's probably in that same same camp. So one, two, three, intentional. Intentional. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're a little slow on on the trigger there. But, yeah, I think both of our dads gave us a customized... You know, this is mm-hmm. this is the child that right I've got. Or left here, Thank you, and I'm yeah. going to raise them as such because, like, just looking at my own family, I was into music, and again, I don't know if we said this on this podcast, but from the intentional parenting podcast, Jen heard this thing that was really cool that uh, you don't mold your kids, you unfold them. Yeah. Can you break that down a little bit for the people? Well, basically, I mean, I've always heard that, like, your kids are basically like a lump of clay and you're just figuring out as their parent, like, how to mold them and shape them into who they're going to become. Right. But the way I hadn't heard it put is that your child is already who God designed them to be. Okay. And it's our responsibility as their parents to unfold each layer of who they are and help them develop into the person that God's already made them to be. That's deep. And I think, and if you, I mean, again, looking at my family, my dad is a, he is parenting Evan differently than he is for me. Like I was saying before, I'm really into music and stuff. So my dad constantly, and I, I think that you know this, he'll send me like jazz music mm-hmm. of, of people on Instagram He'll say, like, hey, son, I saw this, you know, gospel concert. I think you're really being. So he sends me all yeah. that type of stuff. My dad knows that yeah. Evan's into the outdoors and stuff. So he would go on uh-huh. Evan's, you know, outdoor Afro stuff. 
my oldest brother, Joe, was really into basketball and lacrosse. And, like, my parents bought him all the basketball mm-hmm. stuff and all of the cross gear. For my sister, Tiffany, um, I'm not really sure what Tiffany's into. <laughs> I mean, back in the day, it was soccer. And so they, you know, invested in all those things. But Well, it's funny because, like, I'm not even your parents' biological child. But he knows that I love gardening and cooking. And he will send me. Yep. How to propagate an avocado pit. Mm. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, he does it for even me. And yeah. I'm not his biological child, but he still sends me things that are like he knows that I would appreciate. And I do. Which I think is really cool. It's cool. And I I also think, let me make sure that we're recording. Okay, because I didn't know if I, you know, <laughs> OCD. Um, I know that your dad does that as well. Like he is a different, and in the podcast I was listening to, and I finished the first episode. It was really cool. It was only like 20 minutes long. But it's like packed with like a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but the guy was saying that if you have three different kids, you need to be three different dads mm-hmm. to those kids. And I was like, dang. And so I'm thinking with this baby number two on the way, right. I've got to I've got to learn to be a different totally dad different to that parent. you know to that mm-hmm. kid. And um, the That's stuff true. that we did with Max, I think some of it's going to transfer. But there's a there's a different person in there, you know, with mm-hmm. different likes and dislikes and. Um, a different temperament and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And so I'm like, man. And so if I'm being honest, I think that I've been, uh, I've been an involved dad thus far. Like I'll get on the floor and play with Max and blah, blah. But they said the difference between an involved parent and someone who's intentional is someone who has a vision for their child mm-hmm. and like a plan to get them to that vision. And I was mm-hmm. like, dang, I don't really have that for Max. Well, I think in, in terms of like unfolding him as well as being an intentional parent, there's not a lot that we know about who Max right. is. Right. We know that he loves being silly and making other people laugh. Yeah. But like other than that, we don't really like know Max yet. Right. So I think it's hard to like tailor his childhood to who he is because we're still learning about who he is. That's true. So and I think for the first while... Like, till now and even probably beyond, it's like you're just... You can only be involved. Yeah, you can really only be involved. You can only show up. You can only change the diapers. You can only, you know, take him to the park. Until I get to know him. Yeah, until you get to know him. Until he allows us to know him because right now he's just a baby, you know? Right, yeah. And I think that my hope is, like, as I transition from, you know not knowing Max super well. Like I, I know him well enough to like, okay, that's what that grunt means oh, or mm-hmm. okay, that's the pooping noise. Or Mimi you know. wants to be held or Mimi wants Yeah. What we're touching. Right. Or pick me up or whatever it is. Like yep. those type of things I know. But as I transition into getting to know him better, I wanna have like a plan to help him grow to be a, a godly man. Yes. That's my that's my prayer for yes, Max is that because I think that that's what our parents did for us. That's what my dad did mm-hmm. for me. Taught me a, to be a man of integrity and to be honest and to follow through with things and let your yes be yes and your no be no. Oh, dang, I should have got that spot. That's right. Um, what, to the spot or the yes be yes and the no be no? The or yes both? and no. Oh, okay. I'm going to turn here. Look out, Ethel. I'm coming through. Um, we're going to Harris Teeter. That's not what this episode is about, ladies and gentlemen. This one in particular. Ooh, reserve veteran, veteran parking. We're I'm not, not. I'm not a veteran. If your dad was up in the car. Right. He he said, get up a nice spot. We'll save it. Yeah, no. No. 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to tell you about what we've been up to for the past two days. And it's exciting. Okay, that transition music. All right. And we are back. It has been uh, a couple days since we last spoke. The tail end of what we were talking about was kind of like the intentional father, intentional parenting stuff. We're talking about unfolding kids. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. conversation exactly um, I'm going to pivot and uh, what what I originally wanted to talk about for this episode was kind of what we've been doing in our home and why we've been doing it um, recently so um, what exactly is nesting uh, I don't really well it's like getting prepared for the baby's arrival you just hit this like load of energy where you just got to get everything ready before they come Mm. because you know once they come you're not going to be able to touch any of it true and uh, we did that with max and i think honestly because you asked me hey when's the last time we did this and i think it was before max came yeah which has been a while yeah i mean over a year i mean Mm -hmm. we did this before he's already over you so this is probably what two years ago you think probably dang so I, I would not consider ourselves to be minimalist by any means. Like we got a bunch of stuff, but we've got like a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of stuff, or at least did past tense that we just weren't using. And it was just taking up space in our home. And so we've spent the last, would you say three days? Mm-hmm. Last three days, really just trying to get rid of all the stuff that doesn't really have a purpose in our house. A lot of it has made its way to the garage. That's the final frontier. We got to clean that puppy up. But Mm -hmm. um, are you hoping to, like, let's say that, you know, in a few years we move. Are you hoping to pare down even more between now and then? Or do you think we'll be in the same spot that we found ourselves in now where we're like, dang, we got all this stuff. Why the heck do we have all this stuff? I don't know. But I'm hoping that we can keep are things minimal i feel like partly things that we once liked i no longer like the style of or something like that and give away but for the most part like we don't have a ton of things that's true so i don't think we'll have a ton more to get rid of i feel like each i know that part of the reason why we picked out some of the gender gender neutral type clothes for max is so that when they get passed down, it could be worn by baby number two mm-hmm. as a way of saving money, but also kind of being minimal with things, which mm-hmm. I'm thankful for. Um, something I was talking to, actually, is I was listening to um, a podcast about was kind of talking about legacy. And I don't want to call nobody out, so but I'll say that you, Jen has a friend whose mom is a hoarder. Mm-hmm. Is that too strong of a term or is that... Is that accurate? I guess it's hoarding. I don't know. It's mostly trash and boxes. Yeah. We've seen pictures slash video, and this is not to throw this lady on the bus, but that is a whole, whole, whole lot of stuff that at some point her kids are going to have to sort through, right? Yeah. Well, my friend just did. Is that, what, is that why she's there? Mm-hmm. Is to get, is to she bring it down? She she was out of town, yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Cleaned it all the way out? Yep, and her mom will, for the most part, and her mom didn't ask her to. Wow. Is mm-hmm. her mom going to be mad? I don't know. I'm going to text her right now. 
does she have like before and after pictures? Cause, I think so. Because in the show, Hoarders, it takes them days. And they have to bring in those big dumpster mm-hmm. trucks. You know what I mean? Yep. Dang. I didn't know that's why she was there. I thought she was just stopping by. That's what it sounded yeah. like. Well, the first time she was because she had, she needed help with something. And Maria mm-hmm. hadn't seen it in a couple of years. Really? Right. Like just hadn't gone to her mom's house? Mm-hmm. Like had seen her mom or just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, all the time. But like her mom would come to them. I see. And she never took the kids over there. Her mo- mom never asked. So, you know, she never said, I'm going to take them over here. Got you. So, yeah, they went there because she needed help fixing something. And that's when she saw it. And then her mom went out of town for like a week and a half. Dang, they leveled that entire area. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did. Wow. To create a development. Anyway, so then she went over there while she was out of town. And for four days, she cleaned it up as best as she could. Wow. Yep. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Did she have help? Like, what, was it like a team mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. or it was just her? Mm-hmm. Pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. And I'm giving all else types of information Watch the kids. Wow. But she just felt she needed to because she didn't know that it had gotten so bad like it has. Wow. And it's to a point where, honestly, there's no animals in the home, but the home smelled. And it's not good for her mom's health. True. So and she was older. like, my mom's going to die of this house that she's in. Mm. You know, yeah. and I don't want to see that happen to her. And yeah. she also just like, I don't want to see her living in this house for the remainder of her life. Right. Basically, totally covered in stuff. Dang. Wow. Mm-hmm. What What do you think the response will be? Like, do you think she'll be like, I think how her mom dare will you probably be come relieved. in? Really? I think so, because she said that it's mostly boxes. Um anticipating like maybe somebody might move and need a bunch of boxes okay but what's sad about this situation is like her mom does it to be helpful to others Mm. like if somebody said yeah we've been looking for this her mom wants to be the person that says i have one you can have i see she doesn't do it to have things she does it so that if people ask her for something she has it Hmm. Like boxes or rugs or anything that's free, like somebody puts out on the side of their, you know, lawn, pick up free or whatever. She's like, she will take all of it because she thinks maybe it could go to the church or maybe it could, one of my kids will want it. And then Mm. the kids never do because it's just all junk. Yeah. And then it just ends up at her house. Man, that's sad. Especially when it comes from a heart of like wanting to be generous. Mm -hmm. That's tough. Um, I know that, so my mom is the opposite. My mom will throw stuff away quick. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like, where's this other shoe? I don't know. Tossed. You're like, dang, mom, did you throw my shoe away? She's mm-hmm. like, it, it wasn't in its place. So it had to go. Um, would you say that your mom leads more towards hoard- hoarderness or minimalist? I think my mom is more of a collector. Like, she just likes fall things and she likes easter things Mm -hmm. and she likes decorating for every holiday yeah no she does when we stay we we live with jen's parents for three months i believe uh two years ago Mm -hmm. 2019 turn yeah 2019 into 2020 and uh we went downstairs and we cleaned 
I mean, we cleaned their whole house, you know, as best mm-hmm. we could. And part of it was being in the basement. They've kind of had this storage room that was, I mean, there was just stuff all over the place. But I will say Jen's parents are in their mid-60s. Like, they aren't, they're not getting up and going down the steps and, like, all that stuff. Like, Mm-mm. neither one of them, for real. My dad said the other day, oh, yeah, we haven't been down there since y'all moved. I said, wow. Two Dad, years ago? Almost three. Two and a half years ago. Two years and seven months. My dad's like, because um, one of my other friends, they've been looking for a place to live in Wichita. They've yeah. been looking for a rental. And my parents were like, well, they're welcome to stay in our basement until they find a place, you know? Because yeah. they've got the little kitchenette down there. It's like a full on. It's a whole. They could live. Yeah. By themselves and never see my parents if they wanted, you know, go out yeah. the back door. Anyways, my dad was like, but I don't know what condition's in. I've never been down there since y'all left. I was like, oh, my word. There's like a whole half of the house that yeah. they just never go into. Yeah. I would say the size of our home home. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. There's two bedrooms, a huge living room, dining room area, and a kitchen. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's a whole house down there, and they haven't been in it in two and a half, three years. And they don't want to downsize? Mm-mm, like, there's nope. no way? Nope. My mom has major attachment to it. Wow. It's just um, growing up, growing us all up there, you know? I see. Hmm. And none of you, do you or Jason or Jeff feel, like, attached to the house in that way? Like, are you just like... Not our, not our childhood home. There's so many memories there. You said no. No, I'm like at the point where none of us would want that house when, Mm-mm. you know, the time comes. But also, I'm to the place where it's like they need to make the decision that's best for them as far as financially. Right. And that's not that house. No. The house is way too big for their needs at this stage. Especially if they're only using half of the house. Yeah, they could get something brand new that's half their mortgage. Right. You know, in half the space, utilize it to its full, whatever, but they have no desire. Mm. Even with some, like, light encouraging, like uh, some prompting, if you will. I don't know. Uh, What I would love to see for your parents is for them to have, like, a beach-type situation near us. You don't think so? Nope. Just price-wise, or they're just not motivated to? It's just not who they are. There's no motivation to do anything like that. I see love y'all but there just isn't <laughs> like they say all day oh we want to be close to you you know and That's stuff right. like that okay but well, at the end the of the truck, day sell that house yeah they don't do anything like that they mm. don't move on anything i'm gonna have to have a talking to with your dad i'm gonna say here listen listen here now floyd i've never called your dad by his first name just to fyi but i say listen here floyd if you want to be in your grandkids life life lives if you want that you need to sell your dang house yeah, and downsize, huh? First of all, he would laugh. Yeah, you're right. He would 100% laugh yeah. and then be like, oh, you're not kidding. Still nothing would happen. Yeah, he'd say, well, you know, well, I got to want to, you know, I want to replace the rugs and then. First, we need to replace the windows and yeah, the roof. Yeah, and then get the windows, the winders I'm switched. Like, Dad, and like. Plant a garden in the back and you're, you know. Literally your just sell it as is. Get yep. something smaller. They just won't. I just, they just won't. Dang. They just won't. That's just how they are. That's what, I mean, hey, no judgment, no, no judgment to them. 
the thing is, and the reason I bring up the hoarding and the blah blah, blah and all this stuff, is I'm wondering what type of legacy would you are you wanting to leave with Max? Now, granted, we don't have Buku bucks. Um, not to say that when our Chip and Joanna Gaines knockoff reality TV series hits, uh, we'll really be rolling in it. Um, okay. I'm just kind of working on the contracts right now. Literally, neither of us. Huh? know how to use any power tool so no no uh you know that's accurate but it's our own it's our own branch of that we don't necessarily do home building what do we do then or home makeover really so um, how is it chip and joanna well we're the couple but it's kind of more like keeping up with the kardashians where they're just like following our life you know what i mean okay so just so two nobodies just with a TV channel. Okay, we're not nobodies because we have a TV show, Jen. Nobody Are you keeping up us. here? Are you keeping up here? Yeah, Tell that TLC. To Welcome to the life of Nate and Jen Williams. Yep. Everybody be like, who are they? Right, and then they're going to chime in because they're going to tune in because they're, they're going to be like, man, how do they get a TV show? Then they'll see our interaction and stuff, and then they'll be like, dang, so that's the podcast I've been listening to for two years, right? Yeah. Sure, maybe. Do you are you catching the vision? Or are you I think what's maybe going we on? We need to start on PBS. <laughs> Something that's not funded and just public see how access. It goes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did I tell you that I was going to send our vlogs to Pac-14? Oh Lord have mercy. But then I was like, that's I don't want you to be out here. That's where you're trying to get us famous. I don't. I'm not trying to be out here. Period. Listen, this is a stretch. What are you and talking about? This is just my voice. Yeah. Well, I know it's just your voice. But I want to get these bills paid from us doing sponsors for, like, okay. Nike or something. Get these bills paid. Right. We so work to pay these bills. Right. But wouldn't it be nice if Nike said, hey, could you guys please just mention us on the on the potty to, to the Nifty 50, please? We'll give you $100,000. Now now who's quiet? Now because who's looking at ridiculous. me like, yeah, Zaddy, yeah, get that money. No, well, first of all, not me, <laughs> because I'm staring out the window wondering, what are you thinking? Okay. They're going to give us $100,000, so all 50 of our followers yeah. will buy their shoes. It's it's more than 50 now. We've got to be close to 80, if not 100. Well, that's wonderful, baby, but I'm just saying, I don't think Nike's going to sponsor an audio podcast. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going I'm to fire off this email, and then we'll see what's what. I'm also reaching out to Panera, see if we can get a sponsor, because we mentioned them a couple times about their uh-huh. cookies and stuff. Yep. See, you don't have no vision, Jen. I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to leave Max. No, you're dreaming too big. Do l- something realistic. Okay. All right. No. Okay. I'll I'll bring it. I bring it down. I'll bring it down a little bit. So what I want to have is I want to have a small empire of tiny home mercy. communities. Wait. Let me finish. Tiny home communities for you know single, you know adults or whatever. So 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 check this. Little communities or whatever where single people live, you know, tiny house, whatever. But then we shoot a reality TV show oh of gosh. this of this couple, and it's called hold up, and and so the name of it is called Tiny Relationships. Now, now hold on, like you didn't let me finish. Now, so they get to you know they'll date each other, whatever. There's an app that we have to develop. I need you to work on a logo for that. But they get yeah, an app. Yeah, I bet you continue to work on a logo for that. I do. And once they connect with each other, now this actually is a genius idea. I'm really just making it up as I go. But when you s- connect with somebody and you swipe with them or whatever, you live in a s- in the same house as them. Hmm? So you swipe it, so you got to be a little a bit more. freak. 
Uh, see, that's the, I, haven't, I haven't worked all the details out. Yeah, I know, because you just be dreaming <laughs> as if everybody's just a little angel and that this would just work out. Well, they no, do some, they do, they do screenings, like, they, they just don't let, hey, my name's Bobby. Oh, Bobby will make it in. And I like blood. They're not letting him in. They're just like, you know speaking what, Bobby, which, this isn't the show for you. Speaking of a Bobby. Go ahead. And first off, I just want to say that is a bad idea. We're not leaving no empire of tiny homes and single people to max. Okay. So, skirt, scratch, no. Okay. Also, there is a Bobby that used to creep on me in high school. He now works a couple of desks over from my mom. Long story very short, he is married to a family friend's ex-husband's this is so complicated. Anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to follow. I'm, you lost me. He's married to one, a family friend's daughter was married to this guy. And that guy had a child before marrying our family friend's daughter. Okay. And his mom, that child's mom, is now married to Bobby. Oh, Lord have mercy. Right. So doesn't even matter. Sits a few desks over from my mom. Got you. Tells the family friend that he would like to say hi to my mom feels weird about it because he was so weird toward me in high school and it was like i know he i know that she's jenny baker's mom like mom that's really creepy like he won't talk to you it's been 15 years yeah but he must have creeped harder than you realized like he had to have because i didn't realize he was that creepy right you probably just like oh he's kind of weird he's like i mean i've got that ball of hair yeah i think he honestly was extremely weird Yikes. I remember him being weird, but I didn't think he was that weird. But obviously, he's still carrying some guilt. He yeah. won't talk to my mom like 15 years later. He must have took fix- pictures of your feet and stuff. You know what I mean? Like what, Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Or did he go to like your sweat matches and like... I hope not. Ooh. He was probably on some weird boy stuff. I don't know. But I mean, weird enough to like, you're not going to talk to my mom? It's, th- it's not even me. Dang. He was creeping crazy hard. And his name was Bobby. He probably knew where you lived and everything. Been I outside your been outside your, your window. That's how you about this one. On this it. has nothing to do either. But okay. there is this one boy. Why'd it get so hot in here all of a sudden? Uh I'm not entirely <sighs> sure. Okay. You rolled the window down. Okay, well excuse me. I want a little fresh air in here. There was this one boy. I don't remember what his name was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He one time called me and then he wouldn't, my mom, I didn't know, but she had picked up the other line. This is back in the day with the landlines. Right, right, right. And she had picked it up and she was listening into our conversation. Of course. And the kid made me say, I love you before we hung up. He's like, say it, say it to me, say, I love you. And so you I just said it. I don't know. There's How no old were you? To it. Sixth grade. 11. Uh, okay. I didn't even kiss anybody. Right. So I said, okay, love you, bye, or whatever. Dang. My mom called his grandma, and she was not happy. Dang. Trace, why are you listening in? Yeah, and my man's, like, forced me to say it. That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, that is weird. Do you see, I like... I he was loved at home, maybe, or something. Yeah, he just needed to hear from somebody, from Jenny Baker. Um, do you Did you see people, like, and I, I don't really check up on people like that at all. I just see sometimes on facebook like oh they had a kid or they got married or like whatever Mm -hmm. but did you like kind of have a vision for how people's lives would go in high school like as you're graduating you're like "Mm, yeah yeah you about to be on some on some other type stuff yeah Mm -hmm. has that panned out who was valid who is who are like the most popular people in your school uh most popular i don't really know but there's this one guy that was real smart jana 
she's still smart. I think she's a doctor now. Oh, wow. Good for you, Jana. Yeah, Jana always kicked my butt in AR points. Dang, jerk. Right. Ain't nobody like you, Jana. Or your doctorate degree. Yeah. Had her. She's <laughs> That's too far. She was sweet, though. There was a there was a guy named uh, Corey, Corey Bart. There was a dude named Corey at my school that was the most popular kid too. He wasn't the most popular. This kid was oh. not uh, popular like that. Um, he was just really smart, and so we would be in AP <laughs> classes together. What? I was just thinking of all the popular guys' names, and they're so like that white guy. T- like typical like Corey, Chris, Cody, Connor, Craig. Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. The typical names. Yeah, Adam. Yep. Yeah. Those are all. The, I mean, it honestly did play out like it was a um, like a TV teen drama. Mm-hmm. Like the bas- the football players and the basketball players were popular guys. Mm-hmm. I was on a friend's group of, like, we played sports, but we were kind of weird because we were into instruments, too. And I was rapping back then. Yeah, that was my group, too. Just some strangers. But, but I also knew the popular kids. Yeah, me too. But I didn't hang out with them because I didn't drink. Right. So if you didn't hang out with them outside of school, it's like you could only be so close with them. Right. But, like, I was cool with them. Just I'm not going to do what y'all are doing because, in my opinion, y'all are losers for doing those things. Right. Y'all walling out. This wouldn't fly in youth group. Just letting y'all no. know. This ain't going to fly in a Wednesday night. But I'll be your night. friends at school. I'll sit with you at lunch. But, like, right, we can keep at you the about, same time, yeah. I got my choir kids, my acting friends. So mm. I can't be, you anyway. know, I can't be associated. Yeah, no, I, I sit with a little bit somebody different every day. I feel you. I hope that that's what Max has growing up. Did we decide whether or not he's going to school or are we just going to brave that ourselves? So far, he's not going to school. Okay. So. Okay. Got it. He'll be just right at home know. with mom. Oh, wow. Mom will be his number one classmate and she'll be the popular kid, too. Wow. Dang. And Max is like 26. Like, yeah, I was bullied at school. They're like, weren't you homeschooled? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom wasn't very kind Yeah, my kind mom to wasn't me. very kind. She but wanted to make you sure know. I got my work done. <laughs> But the popular crowd, they kind of they kind of took me under their wing. They'd be like, weren't you homeschool? He's like, yeah. My mom yeah, had different wigs. Mom. She had different characters. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted the full uh, public school experience. Yeah. So You know, it was really weird. Sometimes, you know, it still kind of <laughs> scares me at night. <laughs> now, come on, give your, give your teacher a kiss on the, on the cheek now. <laughs> mom. I do want to. I know it's going to be a lot of work, but I do want to. Because, like, you want to be in control of his education or you just want to smother him with love? Well, both. Oh, dear. Both of those things as well as I want to protect him. I don't care if it's a helicopter parent or not. I feel like it's my job to protect him. Yeah. And the world's crazy. So. Do we know a bunch of homeschool people? I mean, all I know is Scott and he's Mm. just kind of quiet. But he's super kind. I grew up with a few homeschooled kids were they weird i just don't want them to be strange uh, yeah they were yikes mm-hmm. yeah but but wh- i think it's changing because after covid a lot of people now choose to homeschool true so around our community not as much but still some yeah i just don't want him like like again mal and andrew homeschool Addie. yeah and they i mean they turned out great I think Addie was always going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> so she's destined. like the exception. <laughs> kind of destined within she's her. She's so social, regardless of being homeschooled. Like, yeah. y'all gonna be my friend. Listen, and if y'all ain't about to be my friend, psh, whatever. I don't even need y'all. I don't need y'all. I'm out here doing my own <laughs> thing. She's still confident. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, she's the exception to the homeschool rule, but yeah, I I, like I do think I I think that I would like that as well for Max, only because like I'd like for us to be able to point him in, the, in a direction that it feels like he's going into. Like I'm trying to wrap my mind around the whole unfold a kid versus mold a kid, yes. and I'm thinking like, man, like one of my favorite years of school was my last year partly because I was getting out of high school but also because like I had knocked out all of the like prerequisites that I needed to like graduate and so I was just taking a bunch of electives and so I took guitar and I took jazz piano and I took steel band like I took all these like really fun classes Mm -hmm. so my day was just filled with music and like singing and laughing and you know Mm -hmm. being a nerd in that way and then I played sports afterwards so if Max could have like a school experience like that, I'd be about that. But also, Dad, I apologize. But I also learned about like all these crazy things from my brother really early on. So fifth grade, like, hey man, yeah. this is what nakedness looked like on a lady. I'm like, oh my, never seen this before. I don't want Max to be ten and you know right. getting that. And I know some people envision like some people view that as more. Oh, you're a helicopter parent. Oh, you're not exposing them to the real world. They're going to be in the real world, and then they're going to be a weirdo in the real world. But all of this is, like, new anyway. Like, our parents' parents didn't work. Do you know what I mean? Like, our grandmas didn't work. They stayed home with the kids. Right. This whole new, both parents work, and the kids have to go to school, is new. That's not Mm. how it's been for very long at all. Yeah. And... If I can control that, you know what I mean? Like, and if I'm able to be home and able to control what Max experiences and stuff like that, why would I not do that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying before. You're like, hey, it's my job to, like, watch him and protect him. And my thought is, like, there are things, like, I can't see these things vividly in my mind now. But I know that I'm sure that it was damaging to me looking back. But there are things that, like, I heard or witnessed or experienced back then that were, like, harmful to my self-confidence, which is not like, um, like, man, I was beat up or, you know, mm-hmm. they dunked my head in the toilet or whatever. But there were things that, like, I experienced that made me, like, I don't want to do choir. I don't want to do, um, like, plays or whatever. Like, I mm-hmm. felt like I, I wasn't, like, welcomed to do those things and... I don't want Max to experience that either because that's like another side of like, not necessarily bullying, but like a type of peer pressure where it keeps you. Yeah. Keeps in like, again, and I know I mentioned this before, but it wasn't cool to be smart. Like Mm -hmm. it it was up until, up until I got into high school, it was cool to be smart. Once you got, once I got to high school and got around like all these other kids like, man, I got a D whatever though. Like I could probably pull it up. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, wow, you guys are giving the bare minimum. And, like, that's okay? They're like, yeah, man. Let's cut class and go to gym and play dodgeball. And I was like, okay. And I did. Yeah, as much as I can influence who he's around and chooses to spend time with and stuff like that, I feel like that's my job as his parent. Yeah. He doesn't know best. No. And he's not going to know best, not even as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old kid. So... I don't know. That's just, that's my, my opinion on it. Other people are like, send him to homeschool. I get it. I mean, you get an eight hour break a day. You see your kid for dinner and bedtime. Yeah. You know, I get the appeal. 
But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't I feel like it's our responsibility. And like, and I don't know if this is the case with homeschool. Like, I don't necessarily know how it works out curriculum wise and all that stuff. But I'd love to take him to like the African American Museum and like mm -hmm. this zoo and like all this other type of stuff for him to like enjoy. I think the trick is, is just having a bunch of kids so it feels like he's in a class. You know what I mean? Okay. Y you feel me? Like 18 of them or like what? That's a bit much. No, okay. I was thinking, okay, all jokes aside, for real. Oh, my gosh. And I'm, be and, I'm be and I'm being 100%, Jen, and I need you to hear me on this. Okay. And I need your womb to hear me as well. I think that emotionally and spiritually, five kids would break me. Okay, I was about to say, I thought you were about to say five kids is what I'm looking for. No, ma'am. Five kids would rip my soul out, slap my spirit in the face, and spit on me. I don't want that. What I would be okay with, keep in mind this is not preferred, four kids. You know? Seven, 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 seven. Get over here. <laughs> I could see myself doing that. Optim optimal number of offspring for me is three kids. Okay. So one after this one, as soon as this one pops out, I'll let you heal up, then we're back oh at it. You're day. pregnant again next year, <laughs> and then we're done. <laughs> Are you pregnant again this time okay, next year? Okay, this time next year, knocked up again, pregnant, waddling around, asking for oatmeal cream pies, want me to get your feet You're up. Already <sighs> Go ahead. Man. Go ahead, what? You already just what? Just the first trimester is awful. Right, but it's only just a couple of weeks. Yeah. You'll be telling yourself that Come when you'll be on, doing Lisa. the dishes and changing two yeah. dirty diapers at a time. Yeah, but here's the thing. Don't you'll you want so another mad. don't you want another Max? Yeah, we got one going right now. Yeah, Here but comes don't another you, one. Don't you want another one after that? We'll see when we get there. I don't know. But don't you want I never vision myself with two kids. That's really for sure. no. You really just, you want to just one? No. Oh, just two kids. Or you just never. I never envisioned myself with just two kids. I always okay. envision myself with more kids than that. Okay. How many are you talking here? And be honest with me. I don't know. Probably three or four. <sighs> okay. Why are you scoffing at me? You I, literally just said the same thing. Here's the thing. In my, in, my, in my heart, I heard you say six or seven. And I'm like. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's too many. That yeah. feels like but some old school so stuff. But they are so much joy, you know? Yeah. I can't. I cried last night putting him to sleep. He's then 16 months old or whatever. And here I am still crying. I just can't get over it. It's okay. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is our half and half person, you know? Half you, half me. Yeah. And here he is. No, it is sweet. I was watching him fall asleep. Look uh, at him little, oh, I know, a little toes so perched up on the seat. Oh, no. I was watching him go to sleep uh, as we were driving. I was just like, dang, that's my son right there. Right. I just was filled with His joy and leg I was proud. In. What? Yeah, he's got leg hair. Excuse me? You've never seen it? It's gleaming oh. in the sun. Does he have a mustache too? What's it's going glinting. on? It's glinting. Isn't that a word? I don't feel like that's a word. No, he doesn't have a mustache yet, but he's got little leg hair. His oh little man. peach fuzz on his legs. You think he's going to have a beard? I don't know if he got Evan's jeans. Why would he have? E why would he have Evan's jeans? Well, your dad's jeans. Evan has your dad's jeans. So you're saying the better ones? 
What do you say? That's what it. That's what it felt like. You said he has the beard. You said Evan's tall. Evan got a beard. Evan got a mustache. (laughs) Evan out here traveling the world. I I hear it in your voice. (laughs) All I said was if he has Evan's jeans, because obviously whatever jeans Evan got are the better ones. See, you know what? what I can read between the lines. Oh my gosh! The way that I see it is, my parent. You know how you when you make a pancake and the first one just. You've already said this on the podcast. I know, but I'm saying it again. Go on. I'm that first pancake. I was, I was the trial pancake. And then they got the formula better. And with, better and better. With, yeah. Tiffany has a has a great set of teeth. And so then, do you. Well, I had to pay. For, well, we all kind of paid for ours. But they got the recipe right with Evan. Sense of humor. He's kind. Very thoughtful. He's, kind. He's the best of us. Evan, if you're listening, which I know you're not, and it's it's fine. Um, and <laughs> Tiffany, you're not listening either. Oh, heavens. <laughs> Nobody in our family no, listens. Our, none of our families Your listen. Dad My does. dad does. Dad, <laughs> He's shout out to one. you and mom for what He'll made you accountable And too. dad, you can text. Yeah, he, he will. It's like, hey, he didn't put a podcast out no, today. No, I know. I'm surprised he hasn't texted me. Let, me. let me look. No, he hasn't. Dad, what made you and mom say after five years, I guess after four years, after Tiffany, let's do you're this like, again. yeah, let's do it again. Was Evan a surprise? I don't know, because I was born six years after Jeff, and they say I wasn't. Mm. They said I was intentional. not buying it. No, I'm not buying it either. Is he? Yeah, let's see if we can get him back down. Okay. All right, y'all. Subscribe if you haven't already. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, If you haven't done that, uh, leave a review. That helps out a lot, I think. I'm not really sure how the algorithm works, but I think it does. Be blessed. Don't be stressed. Do more and say less. We love you, but we love Max. Bye.